Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Happy New Year. This is Channeled Insight, and this is our New Year's Day channel, which I'm filled with so much joy to even announce. We are so glad you're here, and we're happy to be here with you. I'm your host, Reverend Leah, and I, I'm, I can't wait to tell you, there's a full house. I'm like filled with excitement. I know it sounds so giddy, but we do have a full house today, which isn't the norm for us. So we have a couple of friends with us here. Uh, Dina and Terry, say hello. Thanks for holding space for us. Hi, hello. Hello. Hi, uh, we also have Laura, our channel today, which, I, Laura, I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for holding this space. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be here. And there's a lot that goes into this Our channel um, that she puts through. So thank you so much for that, Laura. Hi. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> um, and we are joined with Dodie Mitchell also, who is our gentle, wonderful, compassionate meditation leader uh, and light worker who joins us on the call today. Do we have Dodie on the line yet? Maybe not, but she'll be here eventually. Oh, yes, Dodie, hello. Oh, hi, yes, Yes, I'm here. Hi, sweetie. All right. She's joining our circuit today from distance, so, but we're all here together. Um, And we just wanted to start the show. I think we do have some new listeners, so I wanted to just kind of go with, uh, in a nutshell, what it is that we're bringing today and how we go about doing it. We always start with a guided meditation. As I mentioned, Dodie leads us through that, uh, followed by the channel that Laura leads us through. Uh, Some of you may be familiar with meditation and some of you may be new to it, uh, but it is a common practice used for attaining a peaceful center. Uh, Over the ages, it's used to work to gain enlightenment, but I think Commonly, even for a working mother like myself, it's used just to grow in a personal connection with self, and it's conscious breath work, and it allows us to clear the mind and open the heart and allow ourselves to receive divine guidance. Uh, it's, It's really where you can find that peaceful structure that you take out into the world. And when we do it here with you guys today, it's so that you can let go of whatever you had go on in your day or any stresses you may have and just allow that peaceful receptive energy to take over you so that you can have those integrations on a higher level and hear that higher purpose come through. And the channeling is similar in that sense that we're opening up to a more pure uh, connection to divine truth. It's just a little bit more direct. Uh, Laura is actually connecting to that higher energy or divine guidance. A lot of times it's different spirits. Sometimes we know which ones, and sometimes it remains anonymous. But I think generally the important part is that it's an untainted connection to divine truth. And we're able to receive really beautiful insights, especially on the new year, which I'm so excited to be sitting down for that channel. This is my favorite place to be on the first day of the year. And Laura, is there anything you wanted to add to that? No? Okay. So honestly, without further ado, I'll hand it over to these amazing ladies because there's just so much goodness coming through. I don't want to waste my time explaining everything when you'll, you'll feel it for yourself. So Dodie, do you want to go ahead and guide us through a meditation to set the stage? Sure, Leah. Can you hear me okay? I can. All right, here we go. So welcome, everybody, and I invite you to just find a place where you can be comfortable, where you can sit or lay, and just be comfortable and feel yourself for a moment 
settling in. Take your attention to your breath and slow everything down. Take a long, slow, deep breath in through your nose if you can. And then breathe it all out through your mouth. And as you breathe out, allow yourself to arrive. Allow yourself to settle in a bit. Continue with a few slow, deep breaths in through your nose as you breathe in the peace of the space around you. And as you breathe that breath completely out, settle and soften and arrive. Feel the way you sit upon the earth, whether it's in a chair, whether you're laying down. Feel your connection to being seated and connected to the earth. The way the earth is steady, stable, always continuing, always supporting the life that springs from it. Allow yourself to connect. You can imagine for a moment that you on this beautiful day, this first day of the new year of 2020, are sitting in a quiet space, perhaps in the woods, perhaps on a beach, really sitting, feeling the earth energy. And at the same time, Feel up above your head the connection to everything divine above you. Maybe the sunlight. Maybe where you are, snowy, gently falling, tickling on the way down. Maybe it's a a crisp winter air or a warm, soft air of a tropical nature. But feel the energy of that coming down from above you so that all that is above you and all that supports you from beneath you begins to come together in a beautiful energy surrounding you so that you feel connected to the earth and you feel connected to the universe above you. And that deep connection, all of that comes to rest in your heart. And with the next breath that you take in, breathe in all of that connection, that heaven and earth together. And as you breathe out this breath, really arrive. Open your heart and receive the message that comes through Dear Laura today. Over to you, Laura. Thank you, Dodie. That was beautiful. Let me go ahead and hand this floor. All right. So with that, I'm just going to open up and allow the energy to flow through. I've asked for the messages for the highest good for 2020. And here they come. We begin in the energy of gratitude 
we begin with the energy of purpose. And we ask that all align these two energies intentionally in their field. That each one of you hold on to the feeling that you experience in the energy that you are when you have thoughts of gratitude. When you bring situations or thoughts of people in your life that overwhelm you with a sense of the support brought to you in the human experience through these situations and these individuals, the energy of spirit moves you. That's what gratitude is. It is the recognition of the divine nature of all human experience. It allows the individual human mind to appreciate oneness, you see. For when you are prompted to serve another in a selfless way, It is the divine awakening in you a moment of awareness of a commitment to another soul to be that for this soul in that moment, whatever that is. And here's the thing. There's no gradations of goodness in that. The that is the illusionary construct of the creation of the experience of serving one another. What if that is the basis of all life experience? What if every situation in your life is just that? Just an opportunity? to be the divine in a world that desperately needs it? What if that's the gift of every moment that you are offered the opportunity to allow the limitless love that we are to be present in this human experience What if you framed your mind that way? Where the human resistance would defend some idea of victimhood. What if the intellect is misunderstanding the true energy of purpose here and where you see life as a choice where in every moment you have a choice of who to be and yes how you react react affects who you choose to be so observe it the Patterns in your mind that define your reactions. 
preserve it so you can rework the thought process to serve on a higher level, to serve the soul, to find the soulful experience in the moment. And it is a simple shift in the direction that you focus or how you focus. Do you look at life through the eyes of the victim? For that frames your experience. And the frame there becomes the limits. It's where you draw the line and say, this is what it is, and I'm a victim to it, and that's all there is to it. And then your mind regurgitates the thoughts that solidify that framework and that hold you there stuck in that view of the experience. And so the idea here is to shift the idea here of who you are and what you're capable of of affecting in your experience. So keep the image. You see yourself stuck there in that framework of the literal, <clears throat> literal, logical interpretation of being the victim of an experience that is unjust, that challenges you beyond your capacity. See it <clears throat> and ask yourself, is that where I want to stay? Is that... It. Because it is your choice. It is your choice to focus on those thoughts that keep you stuck in that framework. It is your choice to realize you have a choice. To realize that it is a choice to be victimized by one's thoughts. It may seem inevitable in this reality and this overly overly analyzed and overtly intellectualized system of processing. <clears throat> but you see, there's more to you than that, more to you than what you think, more to you than what you think you know about who you are, or should we say more to you than what you think you think about who you are, because you know. And the issue here is will you allow yourself to believe what you know or are you committed to believing only what you think? This is not double talk. This is truth. The knowingness comes without words, needs no intellectual affirmation or confirmation. You see, most of the time it doesn't make sense because and we say this in the most loving and compassionate way, is most live so far from truth. It is difficult to feel entitled to embrace the truth, to integrate the knowingness and allow it to define the experience. But here you are, stuck in the framework. Let's get back there. Let's see it. What do we do there, stuck in the framework? 
we realize we created those limits. That's the first thing you do, is challenge your thoughts about your incapacity because your mind can't conceive of it. Does that mean there is no potential for a greater energy of purpose to be made manifest here? Because you can't see your way through it intellectually does not mean that you can't find your way through it intuitively. Huh? That you have to believe in the intuitive knowing when it won't confine itself to the intellectual parameters of that framework, you see. Because that's what it does, the intuition. It asks you to reach beyond the limits of that framework. It asks you to have faith in a in a deep sense of knowing that challenges your ability to understand. Isn't that where we are in humanity? So many of you feeling it. The push-pull of the human experience, the push-pull between the desire for control and the ego And the truth of the power of the energy that you are to create in this reality. And that's it. That's what you are each here to confront in your own individual experience. Where you believe the misconceptions of the fear. where you've defined the framework so structured in your mind that you don't believe anything exists outside of that. But it is there for you, and that is the whole point of the experience. It is to be in service, in service to the one, in service to the higher self, the all-knowing, ever-present energy of truth defining every individual and the entirety of the human experience. It's the concept of our truth we haven't been able to confine intellectually in its totality. Religious understanding, philosophical Projections and assumptions all come or all approach the concept of who we are as divine energy, of where we come from as the source of all life, and of what the purpose of this human experience is. Many approach this, many seek this out. And it is so important that you hear this. But that is the purpose of existing. To explore this phenomenal use of our divinity. To allow each experience to be a challenge. A challenge to your humanness to know your divinity. 
the challenge to find a way to serve another or a community in every situation. Think about the dualistic nature of the current structure of what is expected of you as a human being in this world. It is not to spend your, your days, your weeks, your lifetime searching for truth, serving the one that we are. Hmm. The concepts in this <clears throat> societal structure have you each individually looking to serve yourselves, your families, in complete denial of the underlying essence of purpose to serve all life. to be a guiding force in your individual experience so that others may may feel propelled into service. So if if duality is that game of hide-and-seek of the soul, if you are the light and you are exploring the darkness, and the challenge is, do you believe that you are the darkness or can you remember that you're the light and to know that the minute you remember that light shines so brightly you can't deny it and it brings into your experience every aspect of your ego attachment to your persona every area of your life where you have aligned intellectually with some area of darkness and darkness is not a bad thing this is a dualistic experience black and white are necessary good and bad create the opportunity to explore our divine truth So where logic would like to confine you into a self-defensive mode, self-protected energy of resistance intellectually, you must be willing to counter your own dualistic thoughts, the thoughts that say, I am not of that ilk. There are certain souls on the earth that are intuitive, that are highly adept at connecting to the divine, but that's not me. I'm just an average Joe working in an average job, just trying to make a living and make, make a life. But you see, Right there is the intellectual rationalization that challenges you. That challenges you to believe in your divinity. Don't you see what a glorious opportunity that is? As the soul that you are, to prove to yourself that you are the light, when your mind continues to reflect all of the allegiances to darkness that you've committed to, concept of the darkness has such a negative connotation that each one of you reels in this concept. But if you are pure light in essence, then we could say to you quite clearly, any fear is an area of darkness because it forgets the pure truth of the oneness, of the perfection of the unfolding of life. Fear is uncertain, yet the soul knows because of the interconnected nature of all life experiences, 
on the higher level of self, the light shines clearly on the purpose of being in the moment. It may not confine the concept intellectually, and that frustrates the human. You may not understand why you are being intuitively guided to move in this direction or that direction. And it may not make sense to you in your logical mind, in your practical idea of your reality. But there is always a higher purpose when the feeling within comes with such intensity. And it is relevant for you to hear that now. Because that's what we're looking to use to free ourselves from the angst and anxieties in this world, the knowingness that there is a higher purpose, that there is a higher plan, that there is a higher path for you. And only your light can show you the way. And only when you believe you are the light can you have that light shine through in this world. And there are Times where the experiences in your external world are devastating. They challenge all concepts of right and wrong and good and bad. <clears throat> they challenge all understanding of a divine source and the meaning of God in this world. And it is in those moments where you are put to task to dive deep into the darkness, but to hold the light of the love that you are, to have a faith so willing. It does not ask for rational applications. To have a faith so unwavering that no thought challenge it it is there when you deny the fear and the angst and the anxiety of the uncertainty of the mind when you deny it in faith when you surrender all thought to an unknown source to a higher purpose not yet feasible intellectually. It is in that moment. It is in that moment that you can feel the grace of the one surrounding you, embracing you in an energy of purpose so overwhelming you know there's something more. To find acceptance there is to build a bridge of faith in you that maintains a presence of the divine in your experience. What if that is it? What if it is the major challenges in your experience that you are asked to build that bridge? And you know what it is you are doing here on the soul level 
You know you're not building this bridge for you. Not for you alone. None of you. None of you soulfully are self-serving. Not unless you're speaking of the self, the all that is. So it won't make sense to you individually. It may never be rationally acceptable what you've been asked to overcome. It may never be acceptable intellectually, but soulfully there is grace when you are willing to let go of needing to understand it. When you are willing to see it as the challenge it is to find the grace to serve, to use the experience as a source of inspiration, no matter what it is. To adapt your idea of your situation from victim to creator. That's the shift in consciousness. And don't think you have to do something. That's not what we mean when we say creator. Because the shift in consciousness alone is enough. You're creating a new way of being. You're creating avenues for the integration of the higher awareness, for inspiration to create in a reality that was once stagnant with fear-based resistance. So whatever it is that's confronting you, whatever it is that's challenging you, Oh, go to that place of forgiveness in your mind. Forgive the situation, the people that challenge you. But most importantly, forgive yourself for all the expectations of those people and of life itself that were limited by your your desire to be comfortable as the human being that you are. Because the ego desire for comfort often challenges the soul's desire to create, to inspire and explore what can be created here. And don't you see, without the opportunity to explore the depths of darkness, what could we create but light? And we are already light. So choose your thoughts wisely. Follow the energy of the effect of these thoughts and ask yourself, am I serving myself for my highest good? Which means am I serving humanity in some capacity? Don't think you have to go worldwide with your concepts to serve humanity. You each have your own capacity. And life brings you the opportunities that are yours to respond to. Don't think you have to figure this out. Every minute of every day is an opportunity. And how do you serve all of humanity 
by choosing to believe there's something more, by holding the door open for those that cannot yet believe, for those that are so stuck in the fear, they can't feel the love of their soul. Every minute that you breathe deeply into the essence of pure truth that you are, you are allowing that divine self into this level of consciousness and offering this world an experience aligned in divinity. See every moment as an opportunity to be living source energy in service to all humanity. Oh, thank you, Laura. That honestly felt so good. It almost felt like a warm bath for me of just like warm comfort and truth that I could just totally relax into. And of course, it was so apropos and online, and I'm sure a lot of you listening feel that same way. Although we show up here today as individuals, I think when those channels come through, we recognize how we are all connected, and oftentimes leading up to this very moment are processing very similar things in the collective. And I really felt that in that because it also resonated with me and my experience and a lot of people around me leading up to this. And I think it's a big part of the shift that we're moving into with 2020 is that more and more of us are connecting into that inner deep knowing of our personal truths, which is our divine nature and a lot of what you were just speaking about, Laura. And, of course, we started out with gratitude, which I think was something we really want to take forward. It's just that doorway to open up to that divine nature because the energetic experience or consciousness of gratitude, it really just opens the door right to that knowingness. And that knowingness is what allows us to step out of the fear and out of the darkness and it it just resonated so much with me, Laura. That was absolutely incredible. Um, Jody, do you have anything you wanted to add? I know sometimes you're touched by it as well. Are we there? Did I lose her? Oh, it's, yes, oh, she's here. Sorry, no. I also had myself muted. Um, I I will just say, Laura, that it, it's it's so in line with what came uh, to me over last night as I as I considered how do I serve? And the message uh, that I received is just so in alignment with what came through today, which is just to, to connect, to become fully and completely the design, the divine self you, you, you've meant to be in this life that, you know, uh, and that's first and foremost, the way to serve. It's not in what your hands do more than it is in what you will, allow yourself to become, you know, to, to, to recognize that you really are a divine being of light. Each and every one of us is. And if you can bring that forward, if you can allow that to, to come forward, to bloom, to come out, that in itself will lead you to your points of service. And it may be that it's that, your greatest service that you could give the world is just to become fully who you were meant to be, you know? Well, that's so beautiful. I couldn't couldn't agree more. 
It's so beautiful. It's like what we do for ourselves, we do for our brother. And I think I've had a lot of people ask me that lately or, or say the same thing, like, how can I serve? I feel like I'm not serving enough. And really, in any given moment, with one breath, we can serve the entire world by connecting to that mm-hmm. higher purpose and that truth of self. And it's so instantaneous. It's The mind wants to grasp it and pick it apart and say, well, what can I do and who can I do it for? And it, then you're, you, know, you move into a state of disconnection. But it's really just like the channel said itself, one deep breath will bring us into mm-hmm. alignment of truth. And that is service. Yeah. yeah. So, you going back yeah, on, Laura? I'm going back in. I'm going back in. Here <laughs> we go. Cool. There's something coming up. Okay. <clears throat> I love that. All right. Take it in with every breath. And let's let's add some energy of hope. Oh, and an inkling to exist in a state of integrity. Now, there you go. When you're stuck in your human situations and you don't know what to do, what if you believe that you are energy and that you can have an effect on your reality by affecting the energy that you are, by choosing to realize that when I am stuck in anger and I am stuck in fear, I am in a low-dense frequency that keeps me stagnant and makes me feel heavy? What if you can consciously choose to climb the ladder of logic right out of the doldrums of the fear-based misconceptions of life. What if you can choose to use these words here today to remind you you have a way out of the darkness, that it is your focusing on the negative thoughts that keeps you in the lower frequencies and that the lower frequencies keep you remaining stagnant and stuck. So visualize you in your logical mind looking for intuitive insight and realizing there's none here in this <clears throat> in this area of logic so put the ladder out and see the steps as your conscious choice where you're placing your foot on that step is you choosing to focus on a positive, loving thought where you begin right there with forgiveness. That first step is forgiving yourself for having an expectation of life that would be limited by logic. Forgiving yourself for placing those conditions on your soul. Hmm. Feel that. Play around with that concept for a while. Where you, as the human, egoically defined, fear-based individual, continually demand that your soul confine the potential of the energy of purpose of you in some small-minded idea of what would serve you as a human being. You, the advanced awareness of future generations. You, a light so bright, It cannot be seen in this world through the human eyes. Think of that. How can you confine the the potential of you in, in some experience that only feeds the ego? And each one of you knows that you've been programmed to think that's what you have to do. 
defend your individuality, defend your human physicality. And it's a shift in consciousness, a conscious choice to say, no, I'm here to serve. And I forgive myself for projecting my demands on my soul. I forgive myself for buying into the fear. I embrace that I am just a human here. that does not know the bigger picture purpose of all life experience. But I honor that I am also a soul that has the awareness in the moment of how I am meant to serve. You move from that rung on the ladder, from forgiveness to acceptance. Acceptance that the mind might not understand why the soul is begging for freedom right now. Acceptance that that higher self does know what serves not only the human, but all other humans and all other souls. And you ask yourself, as you stand on that rung of the ladder, am I willing? Am I willing to sur- yeah. am I willing to surrender my ideas of what has to be, of what should be, of what is right and what is wrong? Am I willing to surrender my life experience over to my higher purpose? Am I willing to surrender my thoughts over to my higher awareness am I willing to believe my gut instinct am I willing to trust my intuition and you take that step up on the next rung of the ladder which is surrender and you surrender all thoughts You step on this rung knowing that your soul will feed you the wisdom, the information, and the inspiration you need in a complete state of intellectual surrender. That's the state of surrender where you are surrendering your ideas of intellectual superiority. You're surrendering any inclination to feel intellectually in control. You let that go and you will lift. You will feel the lightness of the frequency. You are so far at this point from the stagnation of self-denial that you can see the light, that you can feel it at this stage. You know something's brewing inside and that if you take one more step, there's no holding it back. And so you do. For when you finally let go, of the need to understand it all, then you can receive it all. And you step forward in grace. And it is there that the gratitude overwhelms you. Not that you have to think about what it is in life you're grateful for. You are now it. You are now the 
energy of pure creation. And there is nothing to experience here but pure gratitude for every moment that you are gifted the opportunity to explore your divinity in this reality. There you are, free from the limits of logic, free from the fearful condemnations of the ego. There you are, expanded beyond the limits of your physicality. There you are, realizing the all-knowing presence of the energy that you are here to express. There you know that you are a vehicle for source. That source comes right through you. That there's no distant source telling you what to do. The energy inspires your beingness and all is right with the world thank you Laura that also was so incredible I really in this particular New Year's channel am like just so connected to the simplicity of the message it, it it's not I don't know like a lot of times it kind of can feel like some complex heavy download that we have to take on and I, maybe that has something to do with 2020 because I recognize so many people coming from, you know, these past few years we've graduated into 2020, and there's something that feels like this pivotal, I don't know, ray of light that's coming through. It makes me think my daughter actually just drew um, or painted a 2019 compared to 2020. I showed you, Laura. It was all black for 2019, and next to it was rainbow 2020, and it, to me, it was just an intuitive expression because they're whatever. But either way, I just think a lot of us are connecting to 2020, bringing through this big shift, and something feels lighter in this experience moving forward. And I, I really think that this is shining the light on that. Mm-hmm. I want to put that picture on the slideshow when you watch it. When you're oh, cool. Through, it'll be yeah, we it. totally will. Yeah. <laughs> our, it's such a great picture. Yeah, and our children, without doubt, are our little mini masters. <laughs> showing us and guiding us and just to throw that out there that our children are leading us if we open our hearts to listen. Um, just a side note. <laughs> I'll take that and run with it unless Dodie wants to add anything. Dodie, anything else or we're going to let Laura run with that one? Oh, no, oh, I run with it. <laughs> run, she said run with it, Laura. Go. I just want to go with run that. With it. Actually, there's two things that came forward, okay? Oh. All right, so how do we go here? Let me see. <clears throat> oh, it's it's very simple, Leah. You, well, you illuminated a truth that needs to be expanded upon, and that is that the logical mind in its current construct makes life more difficult than it has to be. We can't say it any simpler than that. And that is what we are looking to bring you as far as the awareness of the energy of 2020. It is simplicity. Simplify, 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 simplify your life, simplify your thoughts, and make space for the divine. Make room for the creative process of the higher self to guide you into purposeful existence. Don't overthink, don't overanalyze, and don't give your energy there. Really remember that you are energy, and what you focus on is where you are 
extending or adding your energy. So you are here in this moment coming to the realization that you have been lost in your logical mind for years, many of you. Many of you realize that each and every day you fight yourself. You spend the majority of your energy, the energy of the life force energy of you, fighting your own thoughts, fighting the misconceptions of the previous generations that you feel some allegiance to. And it is so relevant that each one of you understand that. Everything you do, everything you think is where you, en- um, where you add the energy of creation that you are. So every time the practical rationalization comes forward that says, but I have to stay in this job, I can't follow my purpose, because this is what it is, you are creating that. You're saying, oh, yeah, the previous generations must have been right. We must have to live this limited. And you're adding more energy to it. And your children are letting you know that. Oh, what do you say about the millennials? They're lazy. Is it lazy or is it brilliance? And is it that they're saying, just because you gave your life over to that doesn't mean we have to. Don't you see? They are defeated defending the freedoms of future generations by resisting the temptation to buy into what is and add their energy to creating more of it. Your children know that, Leah. You understand that. You know that many born of this ilk are holding a space for freedom, that they are the energy of freedom, and their refusal to give their energy over to to their parents or the previous generation's fears It's a brilliant expression of source saying we can do better than this. We can create a reality where we love each other. And it begins with each person taking each minute as an opportunity to serve. Thank you. Again, that is so beautiful and touching. And I just, I feel like it's just really connecting us to the higher energy moving through in this channel. Dodie, what do you have to say? I, I, honestly, I don't know if I can top that. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I tried to hand you the baton because I feel speechless too. But Laura's like rolling us over over here. We can't even talk. <laughs> well, and I think that's the key. So it just came through in this. You know, make space for simplicity. Just be. Allow the divine message to come through. And I think that's why I can't even think about it right now. Honestly, Laura, what a pure message. What a sweet, pure message. And we spend so much time in our society, even even when you, you think, wow, I'm really trying to live a spiritual life. I'm really trying to connect to my divine self. We're still always thinking about what we can do to do that instead of taking those moments of thinking about it and just being quiet and going into stillness. Yeah, I totally, I really, sorry, go ahead, Jodie. No, that's it. That's simple. <laughs> I was processing the same thing too recently as I put things out into the universe and, you know, connecting, am I coming from my truth and am I honoring my spirit and instantaneously recognizing that that back and forth is already disconnecting from it. But what you said that really resonates with me is that going into stillness, allows us to mm-hmm. know that where it's a level of consciousness that becomes clear it's clarity it's 
it's simple. It's not confusing and a back and forth energy. And I do think it's important to recognize that as within, so without. So simplicity in all forms, like Laura said, it's like purging, cleaning out your closets, letting go, letting go of thoughts, letting go of stuff, letting go of people even, which a lot of, you know, moving into a new year, a lot of times people say cut the cords and different things like that. So it can really be shown in so many different compartments of life and just allowing yourself to simplify and tap into that clarity that comes. Can I just add something, Dodie? I, I am. This is one small point I, I, that just sort of popped up here for me is that a lot of times when we think about going into stillness, we start with the, well, I should, I should really meditate more. I should make time to sit. I should. And all of those things are, are truly a beautiful way to access the divine. But stillness can mean, like we began with this, one breath, one moment. You might be waiting in line or sitting in traffic or in the middle of a conversation and to just take a breath or two and go inside in stillness without, without even so, asking, just right? Tapping in. Totally. And it's so funny you said that because on my drive over here today, I was thinking to myself that I wanted to just throw it out there. It's important to remind people that meditation or tapping in doesn't necessarily mean that you create this sacred silent space where everything is stopped and you honor that you could be doing your dishes with screaming children or in the mayhem of a holiday bustle and take one deep breath and you're literally meditating meditation just means focused breath and connecting to the divine uh through clearing the mind and it's so simple so i think that's also something we can take forward um today is something we can implement and practice is to just know that in any moment you can take a breath, and that is meditation. That is connection and simplicity. Mm-hmm. But I do think we we just have a few minutes, Laura, so is maybe there's something that we want to bring through for closing? Okay, awesome. <clears throat> mm-hmm. What we want to bring forward more than anything is a sense of the love, a sense of the limitless love here for every soul is an idea that you are divinely supported, that you have been gifted this reality freely with no conditions, that everything you experience here is a creation of the will of the collective human. And over time, and with allegiance of thought, people have begun to believe that they are limited, that they are not divine, and that they must succumb to the fear. And what we want to say to you is that's the illusion. You have the power in you to overcome it, and it is source. It is life force energy that you are. It is an all-knowing presence that is available to you, available to all souls. Everything is energy. And you are a part of all life energy. Your ability to believe that, your ability to approach this life as a game of hide-and-seek where you are constantly looking for the love, where you are constantly willing to be a vehicle for source, where when your mind is challenged, you release the thoughts, you don't identify with them. These are the simplest techniques we could give you to 
create peace in your own life. And that's what you then offer the world. It is a willingness to challenge every thought with higher awareness, even if your mind can't conceive of the interpretation of that higher awareness. It is a matter of trusting that you will know. And when you do, you hold the space for that co-creative process to unfold right before you. It may not be what you think you want, but dear souls, Source has a purpose for each one of you. And it is in every moment your opportunity to choose to find it and be it, to choose to follow the love and to climb that ladder and live from the limitless nature of our divine truth. We extend to you the energy of hope as it is carried into your reality in this decade. Hope for a new creation for future generations to live according to their divine purpose, all because of your efforts here and now to set your own soul free from your fears and misconceptions. Always remember that when you release your thoughts, you have the option to be curious as to what else can be. And that is the most welcoming platform for Source. Be fearless, dear ones, and choose faith over fear in every moment, faith in a divine purpose unfolding through you. Awesome. That was so beautiful. I just want to thank everybody for tuning in today and our special guests, Dina and Terry, for holding a space. That was awesome. Also, Dodie and Laura, you guys are amazing. I'm so grateful to share this space with you. And everybody out there, uh, happy 2020, and we wish you well and that you have hope, love, peace, and gratitude moving forward. We thank you uh, for tuning in today, and we thank you for holding the candle in the darkness with us. Happy 2020. Thank you, Laura. Happy 2020.